Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Monday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? Doing well. Excellent. What do we have today? Oh, we've got tons of news. All right. Well, let's get it started then. Not tons, actually, but... No, it's Enough not. News. There's not that much here. All right, from the Disney Parks blog, they have some new digital wallpapers. That's right. If you enjoy the International Flower and Garden Festival, you can head on over to the Disney Parks blog and get yourself some digital wallpaper featuring Spike the Bee or Figment. Um, and uh, these can be used for your desktop, for your mobile devices, and even your Apple Watch. Ooh, yeah. Apple Watch. That's cool. right. I'm not cool enough to have one, but... You should get one. They're great. You are. All right, um, some Broadway performers visited Disney World. Yep, some Broadway performers. Uh, Michael James Scott, who you may know as Jeannie from Aladdin. Ashley Brown, who was in uh, Mary Poppins. Kissy Simmons from The Lion King. And Josh Strickland, who portrayed Tarzan. Remember Tarzan? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, they are in town. There is a Music of Disney on Broadway performance going on at Dr. Phillips, which is one of their regional high schools. And these performers happen to go over to Epcot. And Disney Parks uh, filmed them doing some, you know, musical stuff and put it on their TikTok channel. Cool. I don't like that Disney's moving stuff onto TikTok. It was bad enough when they started putting stuff onto Instagram and I don't get it. Now I get even less of it because it's on TikTok. Disney is putting anything anywhere that people are watching and they can mark it. Yeah, I don't, I don't do the TikToks. <laughs> That's why they also put things on Facebook for the old people. Right. There's a magical surprise for Shanghai Disney's fifth anniversary. That's right. Uh, Shanghai Disney Resort has launched a new song, uh, written a new song for their celebration, and it is called Magical Surprise. Uh, they have um, released an accompanying video as well. All right. So it's a bouncy, catchy song, and it was written in English and then translated to Mandarin. Oh. Yeah. Tricky. Yeah. Um, the Disney Parks blog has a story on um, collaboration and business partnerships that Disney gets involved in. That's right. This is going to be an ongoing series on the Disney Parks blog about collaborations, and it's a look at some of the brands that help create magical experiences in the parks. We all know it's not just Disney. Right. Um, you know, in the old days, there were a lot more sponsors. There sure were. But that's not how it is anymore. But there are still some major sponsors in the parks, uh, specifically talking about Disney World. Uh, Test Track is sponsored by Chevrolet. Mm -hmm. um, Nestle has many of their foods and the ever popular uh, Mickey Premium Ice Cream Bar yep. is theirs. Um, Dole has mm -hmm. their famous Dole Whip. Um, Starbucks, Joffrey's, they're in the park as well. Right. Uh, and Coca-Cola, Coca who has been with Disney since 1955, uh, when they opened Disneyland. Now they have, they're not only the official drink, but they get into collaborations like, um, the thermal detonator bottles for, yep. uh, Galaxy's Edge and the writing in Arabesh. Well, even and like Club Cool is a Coca-Cola thing. That is and true. What were we talking about? The refurbishment of that like rocket thing in, um. The, the cool, cool spot? Right. That's cool in future. In Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland. Yep. Yeah. So uh, they, they have their spot. hand in a lot of things. They do. So uh, this is just a little story that, that takes a look at some of these collaborations. And uh, this, like I said, this is going to be ongoing. So this first one just takes a look at pretty much Coke and Chevrolet. Okay. So we'll see more. And, you know, in the old days, the Kodak uh, picture spots. Right. Which are now what Fuji Film picture spots. Kodak dropped their know. sponsorship. Um, I mean, no one's buying film. <laughs> right. It but, should be uh, Apple iPhone 
uh, right? Box. I'm surprised there is no Apple collaboration. Apple doesn't need one. That's true. Okay. Um, and then they're putting in the new store in Epcot, so they've got a story about that on the Disney Parks blog. That's right. If you enjoyed Mouse Gears, it's going away. Right. It's been destroyed. Uh, and they are replacing it with a new shop called the Creation Creations Shop. Okay. Uh, it's going to be bright and welcoming. There's lots of color and materials and, and uh, uh, lots of natural light. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it's going to replace Mouse Gears. It's going to be in that same footprint. The building is new. Um, but the big news about it, speaking of Coca-Cola, is that Club Cool, hosted by Coca-Cola, will be returning as Yay. part of the uh, as part of the new shop. That's awesome. That was one of my main concerns when they uh, ripped things down there in, right. in Epcot that wasn't going to come back. Now, based on what we have seen, it won't be inside. It will be where the Fast Pass kiosks used yep. to be, which were so on covered. the side, covered but outside. Okay. Um, and that is uh, news that was passed along by Imagineer Zach, Zach Ridley. Ridley. All right. In California, cast members are going to get some new name tags when the park reopens. That's right. When the park reopens, they will get back new name tags that say, bringing back the magic. I like it. So they're, uh, you know, a, a reason to celebrate and, uh, I don't know, give their cast members something to look forward to. New name tags for there anyone who go. gets called back. All right. Um, and speaking of getting called back, the lucky cast members uh, also get to be part of a soft opening that they're going to be doing. Um, and we have dates for that. That's right. We all know that Disneyland and California Adventure are opening on April 30th. But from April 27th through 29th, Disneyland will be open to cast members uh, and up to three guests uh, for a soft opening. Uh, they can get uh, their spot uh, by going through the internal cast website, The Hub. All right. So good for them. They, they deserve a couple of days. Absolutely. Um, they released the prices for the uh, opening day tickets. That's, well, not opening day, but but tickets in general for, for Disneyland um, have been released. And they do uh, tiered pricing just like they do in Florida. Mm -hmm. uh, and instead of listing out the dates, they just list their tier pricing. And then you have to look at a different calendar to figure out when the tier is. Yeah. But a one-day ticket for one park goes from $104 for an adult to $154 for an adult. Wow. For a child, it's $98 to $146. A two-day ticket will run you between $235 to $360 for an adult and $220 to $340 for a child. A one-day park hopper will run you from $159 to uh, $209. For adults, 153 to 100, I'm sorry, 201 for children. And then a two-day park hopper ticket will run you from $290 for an adult to $415, 201 to $395 for children. All right. Those are expensive. Disneyland has announced a li the lineup for character greetings. Yes, they have. Um, and I forgot to tell you a story, but that's okay. I just clicked on it. So characters will be around. They will be physically distancing, just like they do in Florida. Um, at Disneyland, you may see Mickey and some of his friends uh, at the railroad station, or they could be at their houses in Mickey's Toontown. Uh, so that's where you can look for them. Uh, Disney princesses will be at the Royal Theater in Fantasyland. Uh, you can also look on the balconies of New Orleans Square for some of the princesses, like um, 
Tiana. Tiana. Or you might catch Captain Jack Sparrow over there because of Pirates in the Caribbean. Mm -hmm. At Rancho del Zocalo in Frontierland, Frontierland, uh, you might see Miguel from Coco. Um, In California Adventure, you will find Pixar characters around the Pixar Pier. Um, and Disney Junior stars from the stage of the Disney Theater in Hollywoodland. And then when you get to the – oh, so there, we're back over in, in uh, Disneyland now. The Black Spire Outpost, you will see Star Wars characters like Ray, Chewbacca, Stormtroopers, as well as Kylo Ren. Uh, and then in Hollywoodland at California Adventure, that is where you will also find a lot of Earth's Mightiest Superheroes at the Hollywood Backlot stage. So, uh, you know, you can take pictures with the characters, but it will be from at least six feet away. Right. Uh, pretty much just a nice way to get them in the background. Awesome. And the one thing I meant to tell you, but I didn't, is that uh, when Disneyland reopens, they will be utilizing the virtual queue for Rise of the Resistance. Okay. Just like they're doing in Florida. Right. Okay. Uh, in Florida, extended park hours have been released through June 26th. That's right. Instead of having to go through... Uh, and do this on a on a day to day basis. They have now released uh, a big block of time uh, for the parks. So uh, from April twenty fifth through June nineteenth, the Magic Kingdom will now be open from eight a.m. to nine p.m. So those are thirteen hour days. Epcot will be open from eleven a.m. to uh, eleven a.m. to ten p.m. Um, from April twenty fifth through May eighth. And then 10 p.m. to 9 p.m. from May 9th through June 19th. Hollywood Studios uh, will be open from 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. from April 25th through June 19th. And Animal Kingdom will be open from uh, 9 a.m. I'm sorry, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. for one week from April 25th through May 1st. And then from 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. from May 2nd through June 19th. All right. So those are good uh, good dates. We get them all in one block instead of every Friday they release the next week's worth of time. I'm not sure what's going on that April 25th to May 1st time period that they've given um, a little bit of extra hours. Mm-hmm. But it scares me because that's the that's days when that we're, we're going to be there. Yes. So we'll see. The crowds might be insane. All right. Uh, let's see. The cost of reusable shopping bags in um, Disney World has increased. That's right. They did. They have gone up. Uh, the small bag is now two dollars. The medium bag is two fifty, and the large bag is three dollars. Do you know? Do you have an option of getting anything other than a reusable bag? Can you just get a plastic bag? Uh, I don't think. I think they're trying to phase out the plastic bags. Yeah. So they're charging you kind of a lot of money, and you don't have a choice. Right. I don't like it. No. I mean, it wasn't terrible when they when it felt like it was kind of a bargain for the bag. Mm-hmm. But now it's, you know, $2 extra on whatever you buy. It's yes. not a little bit. Right. So last summer, they had actually decreased the price of all of the bags to $1 regardless of size. Right. And now they're back. I'm not going to buy anything. Okay. Well, good. They, they don't need your money. They do need my money. I know. Uh, Cinderella's Castle Refurb, we have an update on that. We do. Uh, the stage now has wooden panels added to the floor in front, and they have added decorations to two more turrets. So that gives us four turrets worth right. of decorations. Okay. Um, over at uh, the Cool Ship, 
The painting continues. They've now added a blue ring to the roof of, uh, of the uh, kiosk. And then uh, guess what's happening at the Tron light cycle run? They're continuing, they're continuing to remove uh, temporary supports. Oh, yep. And that is all of the construction updates in the Magic Kingdom. Okay. Um, a lot of people, when they get off of uh, rides, like to um, come go and look for their ride photos. You know, they put them up on the screens. Right. And nobody really wants to buy those. So people whip out their phones, take a quick picture. You know, it's just kind of, you know, nice to have. They post on their Instagram page or whatever with it. Um, not as easy to do anymore. No, because they have now added watermarks to all of the post-ride pictures. Um, you know, if you go on to your My Disney Experience app and you look at the pictures that are there, they're all watermarked until you purchase them. Uh, well, now they have just added that watermark to the rides, uh, the photos that are available at the end of the ride. Okay. There was a dangerous storm alert. Um, when was this? That was today. This is Sunday. Okay. About 1230. So the parks were under a lightning alert, dangerous thunderstorm alert, severe storm risk, severe thunderstorm warning, and a dangerous thunderstorm alert. Yikes. So it was uh, it was very bad. I have a friend down there. She posted some video of a lot of hail. It's the worst uh, hailstorm they've seen since they moved down there. They were concerned that their uh, solar panels might have been mm-hmm. damaged. That's right. how bad it was. Um, but there was also some damage at the Disney parks. Uh, over in Epcot, Frozen Ever After was closed down due to a power surge All right. uh, related to the storm. And over in Animal Kingdom, uh, multiple trees were knocked down and guests were actually stranded out on the Kilimanjaro safaris. What do you even do with people? You're walking through the parks, big clouds roll in and it starts to hail. Hail can be Hail can hurt. It can hurt. Like, yeah. what do you do with all these people? And you're trying to keep them socially distant. So it's like, is everybody just crowded into shops? Well, that's got to be what's happened. I mean, if if you remember, the only time we've been there for really bad inclement weather, mm-hmm. we were stuck in the Ticket and Transportation Center for, I want to say, 45 minutes yeah, or an probably. hour. Yeah. And crowds just kept coming people in just, and coming in. Yeah, and the monorails in. kept coming in and, and letting people off. It was the complete opposite of social distancing. Yeah, we were packed in uh, like sardines. And everybody wanted to be under the cover because it was pouring rain. Right. Yeah. Oh, well. So hopefully uh, things are back up and fixed and running soon. Yes. For the Kilimanjaro safaris, uh, bamboo actually fell on top of one of the trucks. uh, And they have uh, a rider posted pictures of cast members having to go out and climb onto a rock and remove the bamboo uh, off of the top of the truck. But there were no animals in the area, so everyone was safe. Good, good. All right. At the Contemporary, half of the rooms have been blocked off for the refurbishment they're doing there. That's right. That's that's the story. If you go into the Contemporary Resort, and uh, normally you see rooms on both sides of the A-frame, one side of the A-frame, all of those corridors uh, where you can usually see the room doors uh, have all been covered by... Plastic. Uh, well, it's not plastic. I think you it's think a so? it's canvas. A, it's a canvas scrim. Okay. Um, but but it's uh, a canvas scrim that looks like nothing. It's just yes, it's just a, beige. Yeah. Okay. Where's that mauve? I don't know. <laughs> um, mauve is a totally different color. Yeah, I don't know. I just like to say mauve. <laughs> the roof installation has begun on the uh, Polynesian monorail station. Yep. All of the second level. Uh, stanchions are up and they are now supporting about, uh, looks like half of the roof beams, uh, 
have been put up so that the trusses are up to support the actual roofs uh, or actual roof. I will have one roof. Um, so that's that's good news. You know, it continues to, to plot along. Uh, it looks like opening day for the Polynesians around July 19th. I think it's that's the Monday. It'll be nice to have that open again. Yes, it will. In entertainment news, Indiana Jones 5 has been announced. That's right. The opening day for Indiana Jones 5 is going to be uh, July 29th of 2022, uh, alongside with Harrison Ford in his fifth go-round as Dr. Indiana Jones. Uh, we have a new actress, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, um, and John Williams will be back to do the score. He has scored all of the uh, all of the uh, Indiana Jones movies as well as the Star Wars films. Mm-hmm. Uh, so pretty much Lucas Films have just given him uh, work. Uh, although he really didn't need it because he did Jaws and he's been around. I mean, for a long he's amazing, time. so why not keep giving it to him? Exactly. In um, Universal, Sapphire Fo- Falls has a reopening date now. Yes, Sapphire Falls has been announced to reopen on May 18th of 2021. Uh, they have been closed since um, August 21st of 2020. Hmm. Yeah. It's funny that they waited so long. Yep. All right. Physical requirements for the VelociCoaster have been released. That's right. So there are some physical requirements. Uh, They have a test seat at the entrance. um, And uh, they say that guests whose waistline is at least 40 inches or greater may not be accommodated on the ride and are strongly encouraged to try the test seat. Uh, You have to be 51 inches in height. And guests must transfer to uh, the attraction seat. Uh, and they must be able to transfer either independently or with the assistance of someone in their party. Uh, attraction team members are not allowed to assist. All right. Uh, and then lastly, Universal has reached out to Brightline about a stop at Epic Universe. Yeah, we, we've mentioned how the Brightline train is coming in about five years from um, in Orlando International Airport over to Disney Springs. Well, now the folks from Brightline are, I'm sorry, from Universal have asked Brightline if they can add an additional stop on International Drive, which is where the fourth park uh, of Universal's uh, Epic Universe is going to be and is expected to open in 2025. So they're just trying to get, uh, you know, see if they can get a stop as well. Get things lined up. Exactly. All right. You have any other words? I don't. All right. Short show today, but uh, until Wednesday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Bye.